This is Melanie Ake, your host for Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today on Everyday Leaders, you'll meet Jeff Hancher, who shares his incredible personal story of overcoming adversities early in life and teaches us how he developed a champion mindset. You see, it was because of his champion mindset that Jeff understood how to become a highly effective corporate leader and influencer. Jeff now adds value and inspires other corporate leaders through his speaking, training, and podcast, The Champion Forum. Start your personal growth journey today, where you can learn how to be an everyday leader in your life. Go to everydayleaders.com, register for personal growth and development classes, so you can develop your own strategies to be a leader in your life. If you're ready for one-on-one accountability, I will walk beside you as your personal coach to help you gain clarity and perspective to lead your life and career as an everyday leader. If you're ready to develop your spiritual growth, you can gather with us for the Everyday Leaders Leadership Devotionals. We meet every day at 7.30 a.m. And we apply these leadership lessons and values to our everyday lives. Go to everydayleaders.com and become a leader that can change the world. to Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, my friend, Jeff Hancher. Thank you for joining us today. Melanie, I could not be more excited to be with you and your listeners. I enjoy your show, the content that you're putting out, and it is a great privilege to be with you today. Thanks for having me on. Oh, this is so much fun. You have a podcast as well called The Champion Forum, and it's all about our mindset with championship leadership. And so I said, you have to be on my show (laughs) because, man, we are going through this process of COVID-19. You have such a history that I want people to connect to because when I met you for the first time live, we were speaking together at David McLennan's uh, Emerging Leader Inner Circle event back in December in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. And, And so I got to hear your story, but... You know, for people that don't know you, I want you to take them back to your corporate leadership time. Not very long ago, it was just in December, just in December, and you were leading an amazing team at CentOS organization. And can you kind of take us back through there and the decisions that you made to make this big change in your life? Yeah, definitely. Uh, one of the one of the biggest decisions I've ever had to make in my life. I was with the company for 23 years, and beyond that, even um, you know the the real backstory was my humble beginnings as a child. I grew up in poverty. I had two parents that were medically disabled. Uh, a mom that 
fought the disease of lupus since she was about 13 years old and a dad that suffered from juvenile chronic osteoarthritis since he was 10. And uh, somehow they, uh, they found each other, I guess, a perfect match. And by the time I was born, uh, both of my parents were not working, and uh, basically we were products of the system. So literally lived a life of poverty. Me and my brother didn't know any better, so we, we just thought we were like everybody else. But as we got to get older, you know, our, our biggest goal in life was, you know, living here in southwestern Pennsylvania. If you could get in a good steel mill or a coal mine, you could make a good run at life. And uh, that was really the, the mission, you know, the uh, white picket fence, two and a half kids and uh, try to take care of our parents because they had it pretty tough and uh, in and out of hospitals and surgeries and you name it. We saw it all. And uh, when I got old enough, I joined the military and uh, felt like uh, that was something that I needed to do for our country. And when I got out, uh, I started at Cintas really as a fill-in on trucks, you know, helping to uh, deliver, you know, clean uniforms and pick up dirty clothes, which, quite frankly, was all I was qualified to do at the time was pick up dirty laundry. Uh, but I worked hard. I saw, I saw the potential in the company. I saw uh, what excellence looked like. I saw what success did for people in leadership and sales. And I just wanted more, Melanie. There was more to life. And I knew I had to work harder and, and chase that down. And after 23 years at the company, I, I was promoted over 12 times and uh, rose up to a pretty high level in leadership within the organization. And life was good. But I, w I will tell you, um, coming from where I came from and where I wanted to go, there were people that helped me along the way. And this passion to help other people started burning in me so furiously that I no longer could ignore it. Mm -hmm. And it no longer became about the money and the trophy and the accolades, but I wanted to live the rest of my life making impact in others. So December 13th uh, of this past year, I left a very lucrative career and a, a great opportunity to dedicate myself to improving others' lives. And I have to tell you, I'm immensely enjoying the ride. Ugh, big decision. You know, it starts with your story. And I believe this, this platform is helping people believe in the power of their story. And I love celebrating people that are finding that journey and experiencing that. You are exactly where our listeners are tuning in because... You know, making a big change like that, it started from your very beginning. You were influenced by understanding that you could impact and help your family. And you have done that in such big ways and shown up for them and used that, all, everything that you've learned, it's built into who you are and your character and the military training and taking that into a, a corporate environment where you worked your way up. It's the struggles of a champion, a real champion like yourself. And so today I celebrate you, Jeff. It's not easy. And here it is just a few months ago that you made this decision for yourself and your family and your life to be bigger, to be bolder, to step into being a real everyday leader and building those strategies yeah. to succeed. And here we are with COVID-19. So March 13th in the U.S., we get shut down and told we're in quarantine Mm -hmm. And you're building your business. You're just on the 90-day plan of here I've done everything to dedicate myself and connect to leaders and organizations and help them build their organizations. 
and now COVID-19 happens. How has that changed your business, Jeff? You know, it has changed, uh, but it's changed for everybody. Uh, you know, I, I think you, you have to look at setbacks and uncertainty and adversity with perspective. And I have found in life that it's not if setbacks or uh, tragedy hits, it's only when, you know, I was building a career at one point early in my corporate world and had to, you know, work and try to take care of a mom that was battling hospice and uh, the last stages of her life and being torn between the two. I had to go through the same very thing with my dad. I lost both of them at a young age when I was really trying to put everything I had into being a, a young father, a young husband, and climbing the corporate ladder. So I'm no stranger to adversity, not that we ever welcome adversity by any means. Uh, but I do feel like in times of setback, we have choices to make. And look, uh, you know, my wife asked me the other day, man, in December, had you known this pandemic was going to hit, would you have left uh, that great career that you had? And I said, you know, I'm going to be very honest and tell you, I probably wouldn't have left, at least not at the time. But I, I also will say everything happens for a reason. And I think there's things to, to learn in pain and in, in adversity. And I think those lessons that I'm reminding myself and I'm trying to get out to others is that adversity is temporary. It always has an expiration date. The other thing that I would tell people is adversity can become an anchor if you allow it to be. You know, going through difficult times, it can humble us. It makes us assess uh, what's important. Sometimes it help us, helps us to pivot and chart a new course for our life. And, you know, those childhood experiences that I had were like an anchor weighing me down. Will I be good enough? Am I smart enough? I didn't even own a tie, let alone know how to tie a tie. I didn't know what white collar looked like. But when I cut the anchor of adversity loose and I said, no more, I've had enough of this type of a lifestyle, it was in that moment that I freed myself from a huge burden and I began learning from what I went through. And adversity, it can be your greatest teacher if you allow it. And, you know, I remember if I can give you an example that I told a friend of mine recently that had uh, been furloughed and will most likely be unemployed. I told him a story. I used to be a boxer. And I remember in, in high school, I went to my first practice and my trainer told me to pair up with another guy. And he gave us one of these big, heavy medicine balls. And he said, Joe, I want you to go over there with Jeff and I want you to drop this medicine ball on his stomach 20 times and I want you to count out loud. So there I went, I'm counting 19, 20, and I get up. And the trainer came over and he said something. I'm, I'm still talking about it today. He said, what are you doing? And I said, well, I counted the 20. He said, oh, my mistake. I didn't want you to start counting until you, until you started to feel pain. He said, because you have to understand something. You're either going to pay in this gym or you're going to pay in the ring. But either way, you're going to pay. And I, I apply that to my life because sometimes we can't avoid the pain. But just like my trainer told me, if you use the pain as a propeller, as something that's going to catapult you, it can transform your mess into your mission. And that's what I'm trying to do in this time of uncertainty. Mm. Wow. Adversity as an anchor. I love that. I think about that. What a great visual, right? People are like, close your eyes right now. And just think of that big anchor that's dragging you down, that's making you feel like you're 
you're not enough, that you're not included, yeah. that you can't do it, that you've just lost everything potentially that was really you felt was important to you and reevaluating where you are today and how you can show up and impact the world differently. That is just so powerful, Jeff. So powerful. Yeah. I, I think it's important that people understand. And, and look, I'm, I'm saying this to myself every day because, again, I left something great. And r- right now it's, it's uncertain. But I've come to learn that there's pain in winning for sure. But I've also felt the pain of losing. And my message to people would be this. If there's going to be pain, we might as well win. And so let's focus whatever pain and sacrifices there might be to win, uh, because losing is painful as well. So let's just go out there and win. Mm-hmm. Go out there and win. The champion mindset and your podcast you have is the champion forum. And I want to yeah. talk to you about that mindset, because here we, we understand your journey all the struggles, the overcoming obstacles, and you just show up every day to say, I don't know what this is going to look like, but I know that I can show up and be better and challenge myself and I can see myself differently. And then you've become a bigger and stronger and more significant person in the world. And through our connections, we have made you know significant impact to say, what can we do? How, we, how can we collaborate? What are those things that we need to learn more about? And so through your podcast, it's a great one. I think people should go there and listen to it as well. You've had some guests recently that have helped you kind of stretch and think differently. And one of those, I have to say this today, because, mm-hmm. you know, they're thinking differently, Walt Disney World. And... And so we share this experience, and we haven't talked about this yet, but you had Lee Cockrell on your program uh, recently, and I had him on the program in 2019, and what I felt about that experience in that interview was so powerful because it just felt like an old friend that you were having a cup of coffee with. Yeah. The values, right? The values of his life and explaining his journey And I know you just recently interviewed him, so I would love to kind of just take a second to reflect on those unbelievable challenges that he had and how we're Mm -hmm. applying those to our life today. Yeah. Yeah, I I will tell you, Melanie, my my time with Lee, um, man, it brought a lot of emotion. It brought a lot of clarity and, and, and thought to what I was doing. I've been listening to his podcast for quite a while and then having the opportunity to interview him and hear his background. I mean, here's a guy that grew up without plumbing and, you know, didn't finish college and uh, then just went into an entry level role and worked his way up. And as I'm learning his story, I'm like, Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Like outside of the plumbing, we have a very similar story. He's mm-hmm. an army veteran. I'm an army veteran. And, I just felt this uh, kindred attachment to him and just hearing him speak. I'll tell you what it really did for me, um, hearing his story and then sharing my story with him. It really gave me a, a moment of reflection on the journey that I've been on. And that's, that's I mean, look, I've learned a lot, a lot from Lee and his life, but it really put me in a place of reflection. And I think that's so important for people to take time to do that. And I've had many moments of reflection in my life, but 
the one that I started thinking about um, after hearing Lee's story and, and talking to him after the interview, I, I had been at uh, Cintas for, I guess, maybe four or five years, and I, I was a blue-collar worker. I was a truck driver, and my goal was to get into sales. I wasn't qualified. They only hired college grads, but I went in there, and I worked hard, and I ended up winning the highest award in the company, which was, was called the President's Club Award, and here I am at the uh, Broadmoor in Colorado Springs, and I'd never been to a resort like that in my life. I didn't even know how to act. My luggage looked different. I didn't know what you know uh, utensils to use at dinner, like a fish out of water. And uh, but I was in awe. And I remember the awards night. They called my name. I had just lost my mom to lupus uh, about 30 days ago, and I was hoping she would live uh, so that she could see the pictures of me on this stage. This this little poor kid from the country. And, uh, man, it just all hit me in that moment, Melanie, when I was walking across that stage and they called my name, here I am trying to be a composed professional and I'm walking across this stage and they hand me my award and every emotion that I ever had came out. And, uh, I, w I went to the bathroom as fast as I could, found the nearest stall. And I just had a moment in that stall. Mm -hmm. And, I reflected on that so much when I was talking to Lee about the journey getting there and then remembering the journey's not over. But when, when I heard Lee's story, 19 promotions and, you know, small town Oklahoma to uh, one of the highest leaders in one of the most renowned companies in the world, I'm like, man, I got I to gotta go back and, and learn and reflect and think about my journey as well. And, and it's impacted me over the last week and a half. And I would challenge any listener to do the same. Mm -hmm. It absolutely, and that's the thing, right? Taking this time right now that we have to connect to people that really you can identify with, to say, what is it about my life that adds significance to the world? How am I showing up? And yeah. really understanding that everything that you're learning is compounding what your beliefs are about. Sure. And, and many people are yeah. saying, I'm scared. I don't know. I don't know what's next. It's It's got to be linear, right? I've got to be, there's got to be a billboard that tells me I should be doing this next, or I should be learning this, or I should be getting yeah. getting online here with this virtual training or this virtual summit, or I should be picking up this book. But it's not about, you know, learning what that is. It's how you're going to show up in your own beliefs. So nobody can really yeah. tell you you know, that this is going to be the right path for you. You've got to believe it. And and those experiences are going to help you to connect to those things that are really going to pull you up to the next level. And and so, you know, there's a lot of fear out here right now, Jeff. And what I love about having you on this program is because as I started this three years ago and I said, all right, I believe everyday leaders need to learn how to develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles and that is what you are about. <laughs> and, yeah. and so here I say COVID-19, you have your business, you're starting to connect with business owners, you know, virtual training, you have your podcast to deliver your message, you're connecting to bigger leaders, bigger thinkers, bigger groups. And that's going to pull you into this next kind of, you know, this this next application of life. And, and yeah. so I'm really proud of you. I want people to really start following you and, and saying, what can Jeff Hancher teach me about my business? Uh, so take us back, you know, developing a sales team. 
you say I started, you know, driving the truck and I started not understanding how to wear a tie or how to, you know, what silverware to use. But everything that you learned about culture and how to really mm-hmm. drive results in an organization, you're helping people now come into their sales organizations and develop those strategies. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's really fun to give back and, you know, teach people what you've learned and plant other seeds and make other deposits. And I've had an opportunity to do that now uh, on my own in my own business, both in the leadership consulting space and the sales consulting space. And, you know, a question that I get a lot of the times is, you know, how in the world did you get from being a fill-in truck driver to the role that you were in? Mm-hmm. And, you know, to your point of processes and learning processes and then teaching processes, you know, I think you have to be intentional about what you want. And I think if we were to pull all of the listeners right now and ask them the question, uh, you know, by show of hands, who wants to be successful? Well, every hand goes up. But I think being intentional means that you're taking ownership of your personal development. And my personal growth journey has changed my life. You know, like I was saying about my childhood, there was a time that I was like, I want more, but I just don't know how to get there. And I had a mentor very early in my career. He told me, there's Jeff, there's two things that can literally change who you are. And it's what you read and who you surround yourself with. And he bought me the book, Lead the Field by Earl Nightingale. And that's when I started learning about goal setting and, you know, how to, how to create mindset and things like this. And I just become so intrigued with it. And I think everybody wants success, but few people are willing to do what it takes. And I think, I think being intentional means doing what you said you were going to do after the feeling you said it in has passed. We've heard that, but it's so true. Everybody's ready to go and everybody, I think, starts strong. But to be intentional, you have to finish strong. Uh, getting started is not the hard part. It's staying motivated and getting it done. And part of what I get an, uh, an awesome opportun- opportunity to do today through my coaching programs is be that accountability and tell my story and give them kind of the formulas to get from where they are to where they want to be. It does start with desire, but desire alone won't get you to the promised land. There's got to be a strategy and there's got to be good people around you to get you there. And that's how I think you start to develop those processes, creating culture within your organization. A lot of people kind of feel or they've been around culture or they can kind of picture what they want. They just simply don't have the tools to get it there. And that's what's great about folks like yourself, like me, um, and many of our friends in our network is that we have the opportunity to do that. And I think it's important that the listener knows or whoever might be looking for something like that is make sure that you find somebody that's been where you want to be. And that's been a big help to me. And now I have the great opportunity to pay it forward and get it back into the hands of other people. And it's been tremendous. It's been tremendous. And I love that you just said that because, you know, one of the stories that I hear from my mentor all the time, John Maxwell, is when he says, you know, when you're looking at someone to take you somewhere, if you're going to hire a travel agent to take you on a vacation, you want somebody that's been there already, not just looking in a brochure yeah. and saying, oh, I think yeah. you should try this restaurant or you should go on this trip or excursion. You want to connect to somebody that's already 
step through that process, that they've experienced that food in that Italian restaurant. They've been on that ride. They've been on that bus tour. They've been in that castle. Because that is part of the journey where they can help you really start to understand everything that you want to appreciate and the things that you want to watch out for. And so mentorship, mentorship and really connecting with those people that are not just, uh, when we say a coach, right? Everybody says, oh, I need a coach. Now I need a coach. I don't know what I'm going to do next. But you have to connect really deeply to that person that says, great, I've been here. I've experienced this. I've built my life from the ground up through all the difficulties. And I really understand that journey versus someone that has maybe had a different lifestyle and they really don't understand the mindset that you're coming from. This, this champion forum that you have created in your podcast, it's because you have built a champion lifestyle. You really have. Yeah, and that's exactly why I call it the champion forum is, you know, the word champion means something to me because, you know, when I think of a champion, I think of somebody that's elite, somebody that uh, dominated their field, somebody that uh, made themselves the obvious choice and uh, rose to the top. And I don't say that in an arrogant way at all, um, but we've heard the saying if you want something you've never had, you have to be prepared to do something you've never done. And when you talk to a champion and you ask them their story of how they got to the top of the podium, you hear some amazing stories. Even our interview with Lee, the things that he did to get to where he got, most people aren't willing to do. Anybody that has a gold medal on at the Olympics uh, the real work happened in the, not in the pool, but maybe in the weight room or in the ocean so that, uh, they could go out and get it. And my whole life, I had to be the obvious choice. I didn't have the nice degree and I didn't have the upbringing and the training. So I had to outwork. I had to learn at an accelerated pace. I had to truly be a champion to move up. And I want to instill that mindset into other people because, you know, if you're if you're okay with mediocre and blending in, uh, you're going to get what everybody else has. And uh, you know, we hear John Maxwell say it all the time that the road to the top is uphill, mm-hmm. and it can't. It's going to come with challenges, uh, but you can't say that you want it and not be about it. And so, I think it's so important. And the word champion means a lot to me because my mission in life now is to help everybody reach their fullest potential. And that could be different for everybody. But a champion is somebody that has truly, truly separated themselves from the pack. And I think it's a mindset to get there as well. And I think when you combine the mindset with the strategy and the effort, man, some great things can happen. And championship success is definitely within the grasp. So true. What a formula, right? Mindset, strategy, effort. Those are things that we hear every day. But if we can learn to put those things together and find the right mentor and find the right inner circle to help us develop everything that we have, that our being, our strengths. And I love that you, you know, brought Lee back into this again, because when we interviewed and we talked about the the Disney way, uh, I worked at Disney a long time ago and they had developed the, uh, you know, they brought Myers-Briggs in. And really developed mm-hmm. who they wanted to have in their team, 
right? And so mm-hmm. the process of what many companies are doing today, it's taking the DISC personality profile and, and saying, what yeah. are your strengths and how do you fit into the organization so we can create the momentum that we need? And, and thinking about leaders that see that, they have the vision to say, okay, it may not be what I want it to look like right now, but if I can see it and I can create the culture around that, we can succeed how we all believe, right? And, and we can yep. expand um, to maybe experience new things that we haven't even really discovered yet. And that's what I love about this is it's a journey. It's not linear. It gives you the ability to reach your capacity and your potential in developing those people and those things around you and those ideas. And that's how we change the world. That's exactly how we it change really the is. world. Yeah, it really is. And I think it does start, you know, I, I I mentioned Lead the Field with Earl Nightingale, but another book that transformed me that I would recommend to anybody that hasn't read it is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And, you know, on that point of creating culture and chasing after what you desire, there's things that he talks about in that book that I live by and that I teach And the first thing that you have to determine is what is it that you want to achieve? What is it that you want to accomplish? But here's the big thing after that, Melanie, is you have to decide what you're willing to give in return for what you desire. Mm -hmm. And that second point is so important. And we're all given 24 hours in a day. But what separates the good from the champion is how they spend their time. So we have to ask ourselves, what are we willing to do? And as leaders that might be listening to this show, I would, I would challenge you to think about that with your team is, do you really know what they want to accomplish? And do you know what they're willing to do to get there? And are we giving them the right tools? And then you said action steps. And like I said earlier, the plans, but as leaders, specifically as leaders, we need to understand those things. Where do our people want to go? What do they acquire, uh, want to acquire? Do they have the skill sets? And what are they willing to give in return? Because I know you're like this, Melanie, but from a, a coaching standpoint, a mentoring standpoint, I will, uh, I'll give everything that I have, resources, finances, time. Show me one person that is willing to give all they have to get better, and I will run through walls. We need more leaders like that with that mindset to start asking the tough questions to your people of where is it that you want to go? Because at the end of the day, as a leader, our job truly is to get the very best out of the people that we're given the privilege to lead. And so we got to ask some of those questions. And I think Napoleon Hill does a great job drawing that out. I believe it's chapter six of Think and Grow Rich. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to servant leadership. You know, as we sure as we really just think into what it means to be a champion, and it isn't about us, it's about who we take with us on our journey, how we become that next level leader, and, and really celebrate, you know, our lives so that we can look back and reflect, as you've taken us on this journey, so many things that you recognize, like, hey, that's what made me strong, that's who I am, that's my character, and those yeah. beliefs, you know, we, we say so many times, if you don't believe it yet and you're still learning about your journey, you can borrow somebody else's belief until you get there. But start right. start that journey, right? Start that journey of understanding that you have significance to show, show in the world. 
and to become bigger and better. Read these books, understand, listen to some great podcasts, start your growth journey and and give yourself grace to fail, to learn, to experience, to explore, and definitely get your journals out and reflect on the things that you're learning through this. What an amazing conversation, Mr. Jeff Hancher. You are such a great leader. I love you. (laughs) Well, I I am enjoying the ride. And, um, man, there's been, uh, you know, I I think as leaders and as as people aspiring to lead, you can look at certain people and their level of success. And, you know, once they've arrived at any level of success, it's easy to look at them and say, wow, man, they, they make it look easy. And I think uh, to our point earlier, Melanie, and, and talking about getting around the right people, uh, the right people typically have the formulas, and they're good at making it look easy. Uh, but I think as leaders, we we have the opportunity to give back for sure, and uh, I've really enjoyed doing that. There's a lot of bumps that have happened along the way. I talked about adversity earlier, but I think we have to allow those bumps to be our teachers and we have to have a good network. Uh, I said earlier, there's two things that can literally change who you become and how you navigate adversity. And that's what you consume and who you hang out with. And as leaders, uh, we have to understand that we can only give out of abundance. We can only give out of overflow. And so during this time, I think leaders have been uh, challenged like never before. And there are a lot of them in, in a depleted state. So we have to continue to encourage leaders to keep filling uh, because you're in your very best, uh, as I've seen it in my adversity, whenever you're living in abundance. So we have to be checking ourselves frequently as to saying, man, what am I putting back in? Because we can't give any more than we have out of our overflow or we get depleted ourselves. So true. Fill our cups so that we can be, yep, we can be the river and not the reservoir. That is Powerful, powerful. Jeff, thank you so much for coming on Everyday Leaders today. Please help us understand, how do we connect to you best? Yeah, I can uh, a couple of ways. My website is thechampionform.com. There you'll find uh, any ways to uh, connect with me through training, keynote speaking, group coaching, uh, whatever it might be. Also, uh, on social media, I primarily spend most of my social media time on Instagram, but I'm also on Facebook under the Champion Forum and then on LinkedIn under Jeff Hancher. But on Instagram, I post daily uh, nuggets of leadership specifically, and those could be, uh, you know, a combination of video trainings, uh, two-minute training drills, things like that. And uh, it's fun building that network and meeting new people. So I would uh, welcome anybody that's listening to go check those out. Wow. Thank you so much. Great nuggets. If you are just uh, listening to this, if you've just found this podcast, go back and get your journal and listen to every stitch because this has been amazing. Jeff, thank you very, very much for just showing up in the world, continuing to fight for your own beliefs and and being what we are seeing as an example of a true everyday leader changing the world. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for spending time with us today. And be safe through COVID-19. Have a great 2020. And please come back and visit us uh, anytime. Sure will, Melanie. Thanks so much for having me on. And listeners, I wish you all the best as you pursue your championship careers. This has been a Joe Studios Studios production. production.